Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and me, Susie Mazzoli. And welcome to week eight of this year, 2022. Pam's going to let us know all about Monday, the 21st of February, that whole week, each and every single day of those seven days. And then I will be back with our meditation. So Pam, what's in store for us for a week eight of 2022? It begins with President's Day in the United States. February 21st, 2022. And this day, the moon enters the sign of Scorpio at 4.19 a.m. Eastern Time. All the times they give her Eastern Time, please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. So with that being said, it brings up a very deep, resonance for people's belief systems and what they consider to be true. Scorpio is very much, among other things, about survival. And if it's in its lowest manifestation, of course, it's a scorpion. And the famous uh, fable about the scorpion that bites the turtle, taking it across the river, even though They both will drown if it does that. And the scorpion says, it's my nature. Ideally, Scorpio energy moves through different phases. The eagle with the long view and perspective and in its highest manifestation, the phoenix rising from the ashes and regenerating. So Monday and Tuesday actually are incredibly powerful days for the latter, the regeneration, assessment, coming to terms with. And I find it intriguing because those of you who have been listening for a while, I've been talking a lot about, as have probably any astrologer you listen to, about the Pluto return in the United States and this very strong Plutonic energy of Scorpio and the moon as it travels makes a harmonious aspect with the planet Pluto. So that speaks a lot about giving us the juice we need for recreation and transformation. The piece that's a value in all of this is how many people are on board for that kind of process. And so President's Day in the United States may have a lot of bluster and identification with 
old ways of being or perceived ways of being, which don't necessarily have to do with the growth, evolution, and process that the United States needs to go through. Every country has a birth horoscope the way every person does. So every country, any entity, corporation, business, relationship, we see transits of growth, potential challenges as that entity is struck by transits, progressions, other movements we look at in the horoscope. So one thing of note of this day, it, uh, it speaks of having a lot of conversations or perhaps challenges in conversations that can come up with people wanting to assert themselves or not feeling they're heard, or in its finest aspect, I would say it's about really distilling language and listening so that we are communicating much more effectively. But in order to do that, uh, most of us have to go through a process of kind of hitting against a wall to see where there might be uh, some give or a possibility of orienting ourselves differently. And maybe it's not hitting against the wall. Maybe it's about leaning against the wall or painting the wall another color or whatever needs to happen to get that dialogue communication much more effective than it's been. But we may have to tease out how we do that because most of us, it's human nature, get into patterns of communication, ways that we say things. We may realize, oh, I'm telling this story again, and this is how I tell it. But you're telling it to a new person, and how that person receives it and hears the information may not be the same as how it's delivered to someone else. So that's why it's important, and anyone who's done a lot of public speaking or teaching well knows this, that you are paying attention to your audience. How are they receiving the information? What signals are they putting out that maybe need a change in delivery or how you tell it or where you spin it? So these two days can be highly informative and transformational for those who are willing to go through the piece of it uh, in the outer world. And it could be your inner world as well, um, depending on if these transits are affecting you directly. Fixed signs, especially with the transits of Saturn and Uranus right now, are uh, being affected directly by these planets, depending on where you were born at different points in time. And, and when I say things like, and we astrologers, we're all guilty of this. When I say things about the planets are affecting you directly, there are astrologers who, you know, do theorize that or believe that the planets have a vibrational pull on us. I work more symbolically. And so when I'm saying um, jargon like that, 
what I'm really saying is the the information about structure and commitment and responsibility that Saturn limitation fears may be affecting you directly. Uranus, which is about change, revolution, individual expression, freedom, chaos, that might be affecting you directly. And so since these planets are still moving along, they aren't, and, and I have talked about how that's a theme for this year. These planets are still dancing very closely together. And you can hear that if structure, discipline, commitment, responsibility, status quo is in uh, a friction with chaos, revolution, change, well, that's not really comfortable for most people. Some of us are born with those kinds of configurations and we dance with that all our lives. And others, it's, it comes along and it's, uh, wow, this is really reevaluation time. Where am I putting my commitment or do I need to shift that? And uh, am I listening to my own call of individual expression? Am I true to that? Or am I so overwhelmed by that that I'm not living up to my commitments? It's quite a dance. So these two days can be incredibly personally informative about that. Also, how you operate in community work, what's going on in your outer world. And we will see that, I believe, in the well, as I'm speaking, we've got the issues in the Ukraine bubbling up, all kinds of social unrest all around the world. And this configuration actually is mirroring that. That's as above, so below. That's what we astrologers say. So our job in this time of chaos and upset is to do our personal work and be as constant and aware of our truth within our community and also most importantly listen and be aware of other people's as well because we are an interconnected universe and that's one of the great myths that is in the process of <laughs> dying right now is the american myth of uh, rugged individualism, because that just is not the truth of the 2000s. Just isn't. Okay, so these two days, highly creative, highly transformational, may not be easy, but keep aware of your, what I would call your inner plumb line. Muy importante. Okay. And times of stress can happen, especially late into Monday evening, wee hours of Tuesday. And uh, oh, the morning can be very stressful for some of us, uh, especially those who have commitments they want to realize and are sensing that some people aren't on board in the way they need to be in partnership capacity or feeling a, a lack of support can be very stressful. This passes 
after about noon and we're in this real sweet spot energy through the end of the day. It's a high opportunity time to really dig down deep on what's important to you. And um, as Freud said, whether it's love or work or something in between, that's what you want to concentrate on uh, Tuesday afternoon, evening. So Wednesday, the 23rd, uh, this is when we're getting into rockier energy. And you're thinking, what did she just talk about? Well, what I, I wasn't really talking about totally rocky energy. I was talking about transformational energy that asks us to really be aware, be present and work with it. It's, it's like, it's like body surfing, you know, it's, it's riding that wave. You want to, you can't, you can't manipulate or control it. That's impossible. It's way stronger than you are. But it's important to be aware, can I handle this? Am I going too deep? Is this something my body is up for? And if not, how do I mitigate or make this all work? Maybe I just stay in the shallow water. Maybe I don't go fully in at this point in time. You are the gauge of that, but you know best when you're present. So Wednesday, the 23rd, <clears throat> the moon is void, of course, as of 424 a.m. So on Eastern time, some people will be asleep or just waking up. And then the moon enters Sag at 829 a.m. So when the moon is void, of course, it's not making any direct geometric aspects to another planet before it changes signs. So in that void, of course, time, we're in this groovy little window of um, finishing up, uh, staying with projects already open, uh, already in motion, clearing our desks, getting things in order, in a state of preparation for the next energetic thrust. So preparation often is finishing up and completion. So when the moon enters the sign of Sag, we are in a little greater challenge because Scorpio is what we call fixed water. So it's it reflects, it pulls in, it, it savors ideally, it it digs, it studies. Um, fire mutable, which is Sag is fast it, it goes for what's in front of it. it it engages it's reactive in a way that has to do with um, fiery impulse so when this race is in <clears throat> we might find ourselves very engaged in a pro um, process or project and that's fabulous if we've really planned, well, this is where I want to focus and this is what I want to do. Otherwise, we may be very like struck by all the shiny objects or things that are sort of, look at this, here I am, go over there. Uh, like the dog who sees what's moving in the bushes and races towards it. And that's absolutely fine. If that's what you have time to do, or you can engage in all of that. But if you're planning a more productive or precise day, 
then have that in place, like so that when that fire rises up, you're engaging it in things that you have to do, must do, or where you want your focus to be. There's a picture in the sky between Mars and Neptune on this day that is very rich for spiritual work. So those of us who have the luxury of time to meditate or be in nature or do things that really allow us that unfoldment, wonderful. Creative people, fabulous for them as well. Someone who's like doing art or music or engaged in some sort of project that's a creative project, very productive in that. Um, so this is this is a good day. It's just it it's better if you know where you're putting your energy. So you're not kind of seduced into tangents that may not take you where you really want to go. And that goes true for Thursday as well. Um, Thursday, the the different piece of this is I would really say that um, your to-do list in the morning is going to help you a lot and uh, people who've listened to me for a while uh, probably and being redundant but uh, a good to-do list is always it's got the most important one or two things on the top and then everything else is this would be nice <laughs> because it's really important to emphasize the most important stuff first, even if that most important thing isn't the appointment until you have it four o'clock, you know that that's where you're putting your focus. So great day, these two days, important to be outside, important to have uh, healthy places you expend your energy, your chi, and uh, that's all really good. Especially in the evening on Thursday, that's when you may really get captivated or seduced or like put into this lovely distraction, or it can be confusion. I don't know what the right decision is. So ideally, you've either made it Monday or Tuesday. And oh, if you get confused, just remind yourself, I made the decision Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> or you just say, I'm going to sleep on it and deal with it another day. So the moon goes void, of course, at 10... 24 p.m. on Thursday, and it's void until Friday the 25th when the moon enters Capricorn at 11.27 a.m. And it's in Capricorn uh, pretty much throughout the weekend. And this is a really high energy productive few days. Uh, Capricorn is an earth sign. It's what we call cardinal. It's very focused. It um, We put our energy towards what it is we most want, need, or have to do. 
So this weekend is the weekend to make it happen, whatever it is. So it can be a project you've been working on for a long time. It can be something that you needed to start or engage in. Remember, it's the waning moon cycle. The waning moon cycle does not mean that you can't start something new. And if you're going to start something new, these three days are great days to do it. The 25th, the 26th, and the 27th. Just be sure that if you do start something new, you're starting it after 11.27 a.m. Eastern Time on the 25th, because prior to that, the moon has been void of course, and that's kind of nobody's going to engage with something you start unless, you know, unless you've got some cool thing happening with your personal horoscope, but we don't know that. So I would say um, as of 1127 a.m. on Friday through 949 a.m. on Sunday, really good days to especially do projects, things you have to put your shoulder to the wheel and have compatriots who are working as hard as you are. And uh, once on Sunday, the moon is void, of course, it enters Aquarius at 1.36 p.m. And at that point in time, also really good juice for working towards a goal or something you want to accomplish, make happen or finish. So now I turn it over to Susie. And now for our meditation, if I could please invite everyone just to take a place where you can sit nice and quietly and still. And then just let's reset a little bit to bring our our dreams, our ideas, our let's dream really big today for this is a really good part of the the year to be doing that. Let's really dream big to bring out our our ideas and our wishes into concrete manifestation. So just take a moment to fully arrive here in the meditation. Find a place of comfort so that you can sit without moving, sit with a straight back, head slightly tipped forward to the chest, eyes closed. And if you like, the uh, just put your tongue onto the roof of your mouth just to activate that third eye. If you can, try and have your body in a symmetrical position. Just everything open, free, comfortable. As you take a few deeper breaths, and just visualise now, imagine a white column inside your body from the top of your head reaching down through the inside of your body to your tailbone a white column of light and then visualize it going down from your tailbone reaching all the way down into the heart of the earth to the heart of the mother And imagine that you are literally just plugging in to the earth energy field and literally into the 
electromagnetic field, which is that continuously streaming energy field of Earth. And we're plugging in, we're reconnecting back to the mother. And from the heart of the earth, see billions of white ribbons of luminescent light reaching through the layers up to each and every individual, each person connected to the heart of the earth, each person also connected to each other through this connection to earth and visualise yourself and all beings as radiant, vibrant and respecting each and everyone's individuality. Just take a moment to become aware of yourself, of your individuality. And just feel now a really deep respect for yourself and really let your you-ness, your you-ness, your individuality, your special person beingness come to the surface. This is a a time when our unique individual voices are really maturing and we are getting truly comfortable in our own skin. We're learning to be ourself, our true self, different from perhaps what we've been in the past, even from yesterday or from 10 years ago, and also different from others in so many ways. So see all of these white ribbons of light connecting to the many billions of individuals, each totally unique and each special. And see the respect growing. See us all respecting each other, respecting each other's views, respecting each other's diversity, respecting each other's individuality and see yourself maturing, deepening and taking full responsibility for your greatness. Each and every single human being right now on this planet has something to offer, something to give for the greater good, something special. And from these unique beings, from our ideas, from our actions, we can make change, transformation. We gracefully and gratefully disassemble, neutralize that which is no longer viable, 
old systems or old paradigms or old ideas, but we do it gracefully and thank you. And we create our future. We feel that flexibility, that adaptability, and you can feel it in your muscles, in your bones, in your mind, in your heart, as you become more and more limber, more and more flexible, and you are able to stretch beyond any limits that you think you might have. Everyone, every single human being is now being called to change to grow, to stretch, to transform, to deepen spiritually, to understand the elusive nature of reality and the tremendous power of our heart, of our minds, to bring about true justice true transformation, true spiritual awakening. Feel that in your body. Feel that ability in your body as we visualise together, as we imagine together, as we pray and hope and meditate together to bring into being, to bring into reality the transformation where all beings are able to live in a world of boundless potential, where we are all able to live in openness, in integrity, honesty, in respect and understanding. And if others around us are not showing those things to us, if we're not seeing kindness, that is our opportunity to deepen our kindness even more. Feeling our hearts bursting open full of creativity and innovation, full of wisdom, full of peace, we're able to move forward. We're able to be truly present in the moment. And as we do this, feeling this tremendous energy of hope, this tremendous ability of transformation. And as we very gently open our eyes, visualising that this is the world that we live in, this is the world that we share together, and we feel this energy now within us, around us, in the world around us, filled with hope and light. Thank you so much for joining us.
and have a wonderful week and we will be with you again next week. Thanks so much, Pam. Thanks so much, everyone. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.